Welcome to today's edition of Chapter by Chapter for Eye of the World. We are your host, Will and Steve, and today we're diving into Chapter 45, What Follows in Shadow. And this one, remember when we were like, this place is spooky yesterday? I remember. It gets way worse, guys. Ugh. Like, like in every single way that things could go wrong for these guys in this place, this kind of goes wrong in every single way. Yeah, so yesterday we got our foot in the door of the ways, and yeah, it seemed a little, it was a little, I mean, it was literally dark, so there was, it was, we still sort of figuring <laughs> things out. It didn't seem that bad, though, you know? Literally and figuratively dark. Yeah, it, it didn't seem bad. Um, it was mostly just kind of adjusting to this new and strange sort of world, but this, this in this chapter... But it turns the, out today that it's a fucking nightmare world, people. Yeah. The world bites back. It is not good in any way. So let's kick it off here. So right, we're so right off the beginning, we're picking up where we left off. Where they've hit a bridge, and the bridge is deteriorated uh, because of uh, bad magic and just time, just wasting away on it. Uh, Balzaman's old, his own uh, influence on 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 the ways itself, and uh, the taint. The taint. Let's not misspeak here. It's the taint. <laughs> I was trying to dance around Basil it. Mon's taint. I was trying to dance around it, and I. Well, Robert Jordan does dance around it. Let me tell you, <laughs> says the taint a lot. Uh, so what's the first thing these guys decide to do, uh, when they run into a fork in, or a a, 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 a a obstruction in the road, a little a block in the roadway? Uh, I would get, probably take a little snack break, have some bread and cheese. And have a little bit of bread and cheese, and that's exactly what our heroes do, everybody. So the good first part of this chapter is them kind of talking. It's it's It jumps between Loyal talking about how the Emmons Fielder's life's, lives will never be the same. Uh, Moraine talks about how her powers are different inside. Uh, uh, how her powers... Yeah, and like using her powers would slowly either kill her or turn her into one of the Black Aja. You know what I mean? Yeah, they become they become tainted. Yeah, <laughs> they get the taint, and then uh, I said I become. That's how they become the famous Black Aja. But loyal um, amidst all this, like Will's pissed. Will's really pissed as the state of the ways. <laughs> And the uh, the level of the taint in the ways. <laughs> yeah, um, loyal is we've loyal has done a lot of work in terms of like ex- establishing himself as this lover of just the natural way. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, nature, especially in the groves, he's obsessed with all the groves. Yeah, that have been since been destroyed. Were there were there groves in the ways? I don't think in the ways no. I don't. But the, the but the ways are still part of that living, breathing world, though. Like I thought, there were some in there, but think think of the ways. Think of the ways as like the. Ah, it's probably a bad comparison, but almost almost like the staircase in Harry Potter, where it just decides. It's it's still living. You know what I mean? Like it's it's an yeah. existing thing. And it's like the ground at the X Men mansion. Yes. I don't know that, but yes. <laughs> the ground's a mutant. The ground's a mutant in the X-Men mansion? Yeah. In well, like some of the, in the newer stuff. Or, I mean, it's not new. 
It's like 15 years ago. But uh, yeah, I forget his name. But he's like he's made of the, the soil and everything. He's the ground. Well, we'll get into that in our X Men podcast for sure. And that's it. Um, that's it. Yeah, he's he's pissed about it, and just I think he's also reluctant of the fact he's regretting the fact that he brought them here. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. Even though he doesn't really have much of a choice, starting to shape up pretty uh, pretty choppy. Plan's yeah. not going according to plan. They the way gate. What is it? The way gate that they were making their way to. They have to find a new way gate. Because mm-hmm. uh, I guess because the bridge was destroyed. And uh, Maureen goes on to explain that you can there's set, you can you can exit the same at the same point through multiple different way gates. It is possible. Or gotcha. there's other way gates that will lead to the same place. But they just need Loyal to sort of scout one out using his not a fucking ogier nose or something smelling. <laughs> yeah. Well that's uh in the chapter beforehand, um Ogier just have the ability to know where waygates are that it's kind of just like a sixth sense. Just sort of senses it. Yeah. Spidey sense. Sp- yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but I I don't know if they know which ones are, are the which are the right ways to go. You know what I mean? Like they they can sense where the next way gate is, but it's kind of like a roll of the dice where that way gate is going to lead to. They just know it's a way gate. Yeah. So that's kind of, at th- especially at this point with the bridge taken out, they more or less have to rely on just Loyal just guiding them out of there. And Loyal is, I think he's also hurt by, by when he sees the way gate or sees the ways at the, at the state that they are. And it's, it's... That's what I was just saying. Yeah, he's pissed. Yeah. He's like... He's 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 very upset about state of the ways in general and the way gates. This will specifically. this will light his fire though, man. Like just like I in in the next few chapters, there's going to be a big battle, and Loyal is going to pull a tree out of the ground and use it as a baseball bat. Do you know this for fact? No, I don't. <laughs> Lo- I don't think happens. you know. Now I say it aloud, Loyal probably wouldn't use a tree like that. He probably, um, unless he replants no, it, he would be like super calm until he sees like Balsamon step on a little baby tree or something. Oh yeah, and then the Loyal would just go berserker mode. It's like the scene in Men in Black two trees. where uh, the guy at the morgue keeps killing bugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and the, and the alien's like, like that. stop that. And then Vincent D'Onofrio gets all pissed off. Yeah, exactly like that. But replace that with trees and uh, loyal. Um, there's there's a little point here where it's kind of like a teenage drama, you know, a, l- a little. Deca- there's a little, uh, yeah, a little Degrassi a little action sitch. between Degrassi. Is that what you said? Yeah, a little Degrassi situation. Yeah, we're gonna drop a little Canadian heritage on you people. <laughs> yeah. Degrassi, Emmons Field. <laughs> edition <laughs> this is what's happening and uh rand and Egwene are getting a little sweet with each other well like not even sweetie they're just like they're jealous of each other you know because well uh, it's just a little you know a little jujanju. yeah Egwene talks Egwene's talk to the the tuathon boy aram and uh and like matt is like being mm-hmm. a shit disturber i think that both matt and perrin are being shit disturbers in that in this like it's mentioned that uh rand spoke to 
I can't remember the girl's Min, name. Right? Is Min, right? Min? Min and also the girl that's also at the castle in Camelin. Yeah, there is another one. I, I can't remember. I can't remember her name right now was. either. Um, but he talks to Sally. her and he caught and he talks to Min and Egwene's like ears perk, perk up and she's like, what's this about? And then Perrin immediately is like, yeah, but what about Aram? What did you say about that? And he's like, what's this about? What about this? <laughs> what about this Aram guy? What'd you say about him? He said he made you feel like a bird or you danced like yeah, a bird, bird in the wind <laughs> dancing around. Yeah, your words. Okay. She's like, I don't say that. He's like, you sure? Sh- like, I didn't even talk to men like at all. She came over to me and she started telling me that she was seeing, I don't know, a sword around me, a coffin or something. And she's and like, oh, yeah, a sword. For Matt. Dagger. Wolves. Huh? She said, Perrin's a wolf. <laughs> I don't know, man. Um, That brings, that leads us into the next, like, I think a good point here is that we more or less get confirmation that we're going to see Tom again. Moraine just kind of lets do. lets it out that Tom is still a part of this. And when they went to Whitebridge, the scene of the crime where we last saw Tom, um, it was, the fade. It was never mentioned that a Gleeman was found dead or anybody died or any sort of. So I've been telling you people, yeah. weeks now. Um, and Tom lives. Moraine mentioned like she's like Min called it way at the beginning that all these people that are in this or that are in this party are entwined in this web in some way. Um, so they, they are, they're forever bounded to each other. Poor loyal. Loyal's <laughs> just like, what about me? He just was reading a book with a cat on his chest. And next thing he knows, he's like <laughs> in the middle of some war against good against evil. Yeah. But he can die. You know what I mean? He's not in the men. Truth and honor pact. Well, Min hasn't met he's him. He's in the loyal death pact. Mo- Moraine thinks he's part of the 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 web, but his his purpose might only be served for the specific ways. This business, could be it. You know, you might have to hold the door at the end of this. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. I know what you mean. And that is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if that happens, I'm not, I'm not ready for it. But I, I just kind of that kind of remind that makes me think about, uh how safe this book is playing it so far. Like Tom is more like Tom is pretty much confirmed still alive. Uh, none of the party has and really he's like our only character that's died. Yeah. And that's like, that's quote unquote. That's not actually, he's, he's not actually dead, you know, but that could very much. Yeah, change and it, exactly. He hasn't died, but I mean, we're assumed we're, we're led to believe he, that he did die. He's like the only character that has died and he's coming back. Yeah. So. Yeah, at some point, how much you want to bet back. he's I don't like who's up on the chopping block next? But my money's be. on naive. <laughs> no whammies. <laughs> no naives. That's a bad part of the web we don't want to we don't want to deal with. Um, and yeah, there's even a naive part in this chapter where she's just awful again. She just yells at Moraine, or she yells yeah. at somebody, and, and I I didn't even finish reading she's the sentence. Everyone, I wasn't even listening to her. <laughs> I feel bad, but uh, I don't know. She's not a real person. So, yeah, fuck her. <laughs> Whoa. Jeez. Well. Um, but that leads into this next part where they start feeling a breeze inside. Uh, and there's not supposed to be wind inside the waves. Yeah, this whole time they've been in there, it's just been this very neutral, dead sort of feeling 
inside the waves, but then they start feeling a cool breeze. I think a few characters are like, ooh, a breeze. Like, great. Like, uh, finally, a little bit of fresh air in here. Oh, man, that breeze feels so nice. Yeah. my neck. But Lan, Lan is like... No, no, this is this is all kinds of bad. I think he even before this, he he mentions that he sees something that's following them. And he's like, we got to hightail it out of here. Um, well, he does see something that's following them. And uh, I want to ask what you think that is. Uh, Gollum. If, I know. Go, if, yes. Go to jail. I think yes, essentially. <laughs> if Gollum is our Gollum, he's our. Uh, if that's what we're calling Padden Fane. <laughs> Then that's called. Yeah, you know, you're totally right. But how would Pat and Fane? It's gotta be. Get, I mean, the ways is. He's been trailing the whole way. Yeah, Pat and Fane is has to come back in this in some way or format. I'm pretty sure that's Pat and Fane is what we saw in Camelin, the guy that was yelling at Rant. Oh yeah, I think so too. I think every time that there's been a mysterious guy, it's been Pat and Fane. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. Pat and Fane. But what would he want from them, from this group? And what does he gain by just following them? Well, he's been looking for it. He's looking for the Taverin, I think, is most likely, is my guess. He's after them Taverin boys. Then Taverin boys. Um, but regardless of that, I mean, at this point, uh, Lan, just like you said, just briefly noticed like somebody is following. Yeah. And... Uh, that things are getting real hairy real fast. Yeah. It's time to bail. Uh, they finish up their bread and meat uh, snacks and they grab their horses and they're rocking it. They just, I don't know even how they're navigating their way. I think Loyal is finding uh, an al- alternate routes through guiding stones and, uh, and uh, the guiding lights. Well, yeah, because he's looking for their, their new way gate. Yeah, like he's looking for their new... He's looking for that new route. Yeah. That new way gate to take them to Faldara. Yeah. And Moraine Moraine believes that this this uh the ways have been used as a, almost a transport device for for getting uh fists of trollocs around the world very, very quickly. Well, as they're traveling through, they do start to find evidence that Trollocs are in the ways, yeah. which is something that never used to happen. They weren't able to get into the ways. Yeah. And the evidence is that they're stone. It's they're, they're just like turned to stone, basically. Almost like yeah, turned to stone. Yeah, they're like mangled Trollocs turned to stone, assume some sort of trap or something. Yeah, some sort of um, like... <clears throat> they're frozen in their spot and it's very much like what could happen to this group if they don't find their way out of here. Yeah, absolutely. There's got to be way more of those stone traps in there. Yeah. But I like the idea that I like what, I mean, I don't like it in the sense of what's happening to the characters, but I like the idea that Balzaman knew the ways could show the Trollocs how to enter the ways and to strategically place fists of Trolloc around the world. Uh, very quickly and very silently. And that's how they got to Emmons Field so quickly in such huge numbers without being seen. And that's how yeah. and that's how they're like forming around Camelin as well. It's because they so know the Trollocs are just fast traveling all over the world. And yeah, and it, it really it explains it explains the global threat we've been dealing with that is the Trollocs. It's essentially been dormant for so long. 
And then essentially overnight, they were spread out over over the country in massive numbers. Yeah, it's like a it's like secret nukes. You know, they just set up like these little uh, traps yeah. everywhere that like at, according to this, it's very possible that they could be everywhere right now. And knowing that knowing how news travels very slowly in this world, um, or at least travels just like only through inns, basically, unless they get to a new inn, they'll they'll get their next feed of uh, yep. information. Um, it's very possible that like parts of the world that we visited might have been affected by Trollocs attacking them or not, but we don't know what's happening off screen. You know? We don't know. There's a very real possibility but- that Trollocs could have a huge stronghold over this world and we just don't know it yet oh somewhere they yeah they i think they do but yeah it's uh, because we've sort of been removed from it they the those numbers are still out there somewhere and could have you know taken balon taken emmonsfield even yeah we don't know but going back to the wind blowing once that's once that kicks up, Loyal points out that the wind is something called the what is it, the Machin the Machin Sin. Yeah, Machin Shin. Machin Shin. Machin Shin. Um which is also the black wind that eats souls. Yeah, so not good news. Not a good wind. I mean not a good it's wind. It's not for good it. news. <laughs> it's not good wind. It's not good weather per se. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I, I like the wind is bad what do you what, what else do you want from me steve it's death wind it's death wind hey you want to get some death wind um and it's basically a race against this wind to get the hell out of there before whatever happened to those trollocs that they ran into happens to them um eventually they do get to get to a way gate uh, there's no, I don't think we mentioned the Avendosera in the last episode. I guess it's time. To, I guess we can mention that in this yeah, episode. Um, the Avendosera, there's no Avendosera at this way gate. And what an Avendosera is, is kind of like an access button, a key in a way that opens up the, the way gate. Um, and this one, uh, at this particular way gate that they find is broken. Um, I think what happens is that Mandarb, like Lan gets Mandarb to basically break down the seal that's that's blocking the the way gate. The way just gate, by, yeah. Just by shoving his horse into it and Mandarb breaks just it open. Just by horsing it. Just by horsing it. Um and Moraine is setting up this like fire like protection spell casting uh against the wind, like against like an invisible enemy, but we get to see how the taint is affecting her powers because it's nowhere near as powerful as she is when she's out of the way gate. Like the, the fire that she's like shooting out of her staff is like, I don't want to say weak, but it's a, uh, it's different. It's like, it's altered. It's tainted because the one power is, is, is tainted. Don't they mention even like the female half of it is tainted in the ways. Yeah. Um, I think, I think it's more or less mentioned in through or like talked about throughout the, the, the book, at least a little bit, uh, I'm trying to think of the word it's alluded to 
is that whenever you use the one power, you're kind of throwing up a bit of your sanity uh, to be tainted. You know, you're you're you're, you're allowing something mm-hmm. to be taking control of the, of the taint. So whenever you're pulling from the taint, which is already inherently or <laughs> whenever you're pulling from the taint, whenever you're pulling from the one source or the one and and using the one power, um, you're you're opening yourself up to be tainted. Yeah, that's some of that darkness in. Yeah, so. That's probably so when you listen to a My Chemical Romance song as a thirteen-year-old. Oh right? God, yeah. Oh man, I don't do that. <laughs> no, do that. <laughs> no, don't do that. Do people. that. Absolutely, do that. You, you. If there's any time in your life where you're allowed to be that sad, it's thirteen. <laughs> don't listen to him. <laughs> but it. yeah, it's uh, it. I like that fact because I think that kind of speaks to Elida, um, the the Aes Sedai for Queen Morgaza Cainlin. I believe that she is one of those um that she's a a, a black a black one. Yeah, right? a black Asia she's in disguise. Or or if she's not right now, she will be. She will be. You know? Just by good call. like just by pulling from that true source and just seeing how how attractive pulling from the true source is for for somebody in her position, maybe not so much in I said I's position because I do get the feeling uh, in Moraine's uh, in Moraine's position, I think she's more good of heart. I mean, I, that's not that's probably not a great sentence, but she under I gotcha. She understands the risk, while I think Aleda doesn't. Or doesn't care. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see Camelin falling under the influence of Aleda more than Morghese. Later on in the series. I don't know how the politics will go in this series, but that's kind of where I'm calling it. Um, I think that whole royal family or whatever, all of them in Camelin are going to get killed hard. Yeah. I mean, that'd oh, yeah. be a great character point for Rand. Oh yeah, well, I think Charles is gonna rip him to pieces. Yeah, I, it might be happening right now, like while they're in the while they're in their ways, and they and uh, the Balzamons just like sent the word wow. out, and he was like, because the, the Trollocs are surrounding Camelin as it is. Balzamon could have just said attack, you know? Yeah, wipe it out. Just wipe it out, or like he lost track of uh, the Taveran. Uh, that he got blocked from the dreams. He could have just like ransacked, ransacked that city, kill everybody, look for the Tavarin, bring them to me. Um, which is like, I think that'd be great in terms of seeing the consequences of this journey. It, while while still trying to do the right thing, they'll fail miserably uh, for other mm. for other people. I love that shit in in fantasy stories or science fiction stories. Is is the double edged sword of uh, of making of of performing an action and dealing with the consequences of later on. The more edges on a sword, the better. Well, oh, give me seven, several edges. I want all the edges on my sword. Seven edged sword. My my swords are like like uh, they're like uh, they've got edges. <laughs> Great, glad you added that. Uh, yes, so. Um, Mark, uh, Mal- Mandar breaks down the door. Everybody runs out of the uh, the way gate, 
And I think we get a little like this uh, Ran hears this voice in his head um, from the wind, the black wind. That's basically just just horrible nonsense. I'm going to eat your soul and your face and your and your butthole and your arms and your legs. And Rand's like, I'm going to eat ya. <laughs> And, um, and Rand's like, what the scary hell? Stuff. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't want that voice in my head whatsoever. But that wraps up chapter 45 today, folks. Well, don't they, uh, they can't close the way gate? Isn't that the very last thing? They can't, they, they mentioned they can't get it closed because they don't have the key. Yeah, you're right. But the and thing that's that, where but, we leave, and that's yeah, where we leave off. No, and they say they're going to meet uh, Agomar. Yeah, they're, they're going to meet Ag- Agomar, but uh, the thing that's in it, it, like inside the ways, cannot get out. You know, it's still... No, but things can get in there. Things can get in. Like Trollocs. Well, I think if it's, I think it's a problem in the sense that like maybe a kid can walk like by. Trollocs, well. <laughs> yes. Kids? Yeah, well, like if they can't close it, then like... Things can't get out. That's the point that they make on the last page of this chapter is like whatever is chasing them can't get out of the ways, but leaving it yeah, open. So you don't want your wee ones wandering in there, getting lost. Yeah, especially like the shadow nightmares. The the horrible fate you'll meet in there, man. Ugh. Yeah. But yeah, um, they they're gonna go see Angelmar and Lord Angelmar. Lord Angelmar. Uh, once they get to. Uh, Faldera. Faldara. Yeah, and and, and Lord Agomar, they're they're gonna ask him to send men to like guard this area and come make sure clo- come come close it up, shut it down. Yeah, I don't know how they'll do that because there's no Avendosera, but yeah, it's just alluded to that he'll be able to do it. Yeah, this guy's gonna fix this problem. Let's just bail. Let's just get out of here. Yeah, it's his jurisdiction. It's his problem. Yeah, that's the end of it, and. uh I mean, these two chapters, I'm like the ways were cool, but I'm glad we're out of them. I don't think it's necessary to do a third chapter. Or really, like, I don't or at know. Least right now, yeah. But like yeah. you pointed out, it's likely. I think that we'll see the ways get shut down or destroyed or something. Yeah, it's too powerful of a of a plot device to be used yeah, more than to just be traveling all over. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like. I mean, they Robert Jordan does a good job of like setting up a cost to using this. It's not like you can just use it willy nilly. Um, but at the same time, there's 13 books in this fucking thing. Like, he, if you're fast traveling all over the place, I don't know if the map even gets bigger though. Like, is is the map that we're seeing on on this piece of paper everything that's going to take everything that it's going to happen in this series, or does it open up? No way. This year, you're telling me that it's just this one map for 13 books? No way. No way. Because like they'll build on it. I but it's 13. Is that how many there are? 13. 13 or 14. 14. 12. However many there are, it's a lot of books. It's a lot of book. There's no way we're just staying in this one in this one area. Although to go back at at the map, when you do look at the map, I mean. There's a lot of map there that doesn't come up in the story. 
Well, yes, but they've covered a lot of ground in just this one book. Yeah. You know? Like, if if they can cover... Like, if you look at where Emmons Field is and where uh, where Camelin is before they made the jump to Faldera, um, that's practically half the map right there. That being said, they followed, like, one road. The Camelin Road. Yeah, the Camelin Road. Uh, and we, we haven't seen anything... We haven't seen anything of Tarvalon. I don't know where Tarvalon's going to come into play again. You know? Like, right now it's Faldera. Will Tarvalon be the end game of book two? Maybe? Uh, Or will the plot just, like, take him somewhere else? But there's a lot of places, like you said, like Arfel, Kandor. um, Tanchico. Tyr. Tyr sounds cool. Bandar Eban. Tremulking? Tremulking? Oh, I like that one. What about a man... What about a... Amadica? <laughs> Amadicia? Amadicia. I'm going to put money down that I'm pronouncing that better than you are. <laughs> I think it's Amadica. But we'll, we'll just have to wait and see, folks. Yeah. But... <laughs> <laughs> that's 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 definitely our cue to end today's episode <laughs> thank you all so much for listening if you guys haven't checked out our websites please check it out at chapter by chapter podcast.com uh i haven't really been adding any new content to that site because this is the content that i have time for to put out uh but, but you can you can send us an email from there guys yeah that's what's important you can let us know what you're thinking yeah what you want to say we will be your platform, yeah. Your voice. I want to open up that conversation. If, if there's a book that you guys think we should do next, let us know. If you just think it's a good book, or if you think we'd like it for whatever reason, give it to us. <laughs> I think it would be kind of fun to do uh, one-shot uh, episodes every once in a while. Like I read a lot of books outside of this one book. Uh, well, yeah, we are open to. I mean, we're going to keep this going for a while, people. I don't know if we said it, but we are going to be chipping through these Wheel of Time books. But in between those and beyond those, we'll be doing all sorts of other uh, sci-fi books, fantasy books, even graphic novels, or te- like what well, was like you were just saying, like little uh, little novels that we can just bang out in a one shot. Yeah, a little a little hour long, uh... two hour long episode. I don't know. Yeah, why not? But if you want us to do your favorite story, let us know. Yeah, you can send your request to chapterbychapterpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, and that wraps up everything today, folks. So we'll see everybody again next week for chapter 46, starting off the week strong with chapter 46, called... Faldar. Faldar. It's a bad time.